here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. everybody welcome to this week's edition of the new japan purocast your weekly audio source for all things in the world of new japan pro wrestling my name is colin miller being joined alongside damon mcdonald at the time that we are recording this it is sunday january 31st and we just wrapped up a very emotional show on january 30th from cork and hall it was the road to the new beginning night two and this marked Shinsuke Nakamura's final appearance for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Damon, how's it going? It's going well. Um, it, we say this every week, when, especially in 2016, how you know you, the minute we stop recording, shit happens. You know, and it's 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 this month has been just amazingly crazy. And I tweeted it out like, has there ever been a month? especially when it comes to this company, has there ever been a month where so much has happened in a 31-day span? My head is spinning. Every day we have something to talk about. Every day it's something new. And, you know, again, I I can't remember a time when, you know, I can't remember a time in the history of the PureCast, all six months of it, (laughs) that that this has happened. But seriously, folks, uh, it's, it's a crazy time. Yeah, and you know, if nothing else happens for the rest of 2016, this will, this year will still go down in history as one of the craziest years. Yeah, both positive. You know, there's things that I'm really excited for. Yes, there are things that are shocking, and uh, I don't necessarily be sit here and say sad. And you know, it's not like somebody passed away, but um, yeah, it's just 31 days of nonstop news and craziness, nonstop. News. <laughs> nonstop news. Where's Dixie Carter at? I mean, she's involved in this. You know, you know, in a, you know, in a way, she she's an imp- impacting what we do here. She Good is Dixie Carter. Uh, so it's been a crazy couple days. Uh, every, and everybody, you know, by the time we do these shows, unfortunately, we might have to change the day we do these shows. Maybe someday in the middle of the week, because every you know, Sunday it's kind of like let's wrap up the week that was. Because, like I said, the minute you stop recording, the minute you, we say, "All right, we're done," see, you know, we'll, we'll catch up, you know, later in the long in the week, and we stop recording, new shit hits the fan. And uh, you know, if, if February is anything like January, I don't think I don't think my heart's gonna be able to take it. Yeah, and you know, a lot of this news, I'm not necessarily 
sad about. I'm trying to keep a uh, a positive outlook on, here on everything that's been happening over the past month. And you know, it's it's never. I don't think you could ever say that it's a good thing when two of your big four, you know, money makers, superstars, leaves your promotion. But it leaves the door open for a lot of interesting exciting new things to happen um, on the landscape of New Japan Pro Wrestling. So I am going forward here cautiously optimistic. I'm very optimistic. I'm, I'm, I'm as they say, bullish on New Japan. because the bullish the, club. I'm, ooh, <laughs> that's good. Um, I don't know why that deserved an ooh. It was, it was a good one. Um, Thank you. No problem. Uh, listen, I can, I can pay Colin Miller a compliment. You know, when when the time comes and and you hit the ball out of the park, I'm there for you, buddy. I have my I'm, moments. You do. You shine. Uh, you know, that was a good one. The I, I'm I'm bullish on New Japan. I'm excited. I'm I'm it, at the very least. Here's what it did, Colin. It opened up the financial. I don't want to say floodgates, but it opened up. You know, you kind of treat this like a sports team, and. You know, it opens up some extra funds. You know, it, it, the, the, the wallet has a couple extra dollars in there, and, or yen, if we will. So, you know, we can go out and shop around a little bit and, uh, you know, exciting news on that front. Yes, it's, you know, losing an AJ and losing a Nakamura is, is it's, you know, can't sit here and tell you that it doesn't, it's not impactful and it's not, you know, there's not going to be a big gap to fill up at the top of that card. And and even you know even uh, your 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 young lions right, even your Yohei and Kamatsu's that that's 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 significant and I think that might get a little bit underplayed uh, the roles that they that they had with this company you know those those young lion matches were some of the best matches on on those throwaway cards you know those cards that were hand waving you know nine times out of ten we're we're looking at those young lion matches as some of the best shit on those shows so you know. That loss, while it's not as Im- as impactful from a dollar standpoint or a yen standpoint, uh, as Nakamura or AJ, it's still you know I, I I feel a significant loss and and impactful um, to 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 a, to a decent degree. And it's exciting because I, I'm actually very happy for AJ and uh, Nakamura because it's easy for us, you know, you and I and uh, the listeners of this podcast and all the fans, the passionate fans of New Japan Pro Wrestling, it's easy for us to have a very selfish mindset and just want, you know, want to uh, keep these guys here in New Japan and, you know, have them have these great matches forever and ever but you know i i'm I, i'm excited for the journeys that they have ahead of them now are is is it going to be perfect every step along the way eh, probably not i'm sure there's going to be some uh some hiccups and some you know um hurdles for them to overcome but i'm looking forward to um seeing you know what what what, what happens there in the next phase of their careers I think everyone should hold hands, get in a circle, and as Sting would say, and not, and I'm not talking about Steve Borden. Okay, <laughs> I'm talking about that awful, the uh, bassist. We ever a, a police fan? 
You know, I I, I like a few police tunes, but I there's, hate them. Eh, I, I I like to do 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 da 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 da. That's a terrible song. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think they're one of the most overrated hunks of shit. Uh, wow. In all of you, I really don't like them. Synchronicity was ugh. I hated that, and I don't like Sting. And I'm not the biggest fan of the other thing either, but that's another story altogether. But the drummer, Stuart Copeland, is excellent. I will say that. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that. But I don't like Sting himself. I think Sting's a twat. I'm not a huge uh, fan either. Yeah. Um, there's not many people that really dig the music I like. So, so that's hey, another me, story. Me neither. <laughs> right. You can, yeah, I mean, right. And we just sat here for 20 minutes before we hit the record button talking about, you know, our differences in musical tastes. But anyway, as Sting would sing. Free, free, set them free. Right? Huh? Right. That's what we're doing. That was beautiful. So, thank you. It's touching. It's, it's heartwarming. So uh, that's what we're doing here. So uh, with Nakamura saying goodbye, going on to uh, explore the world, as he says, and uh, you know, see what he can do to be the best pro wrestler he can be. And that's a good thing. So um, I'm not going to say my hat's off to him because I'm not wearing a hat, but uh, thumbs up all the way. I'm, see, I like people like that to begin with. I, I like people who uh, – I, listen, I hate people who bitch and moan and complain <laughs> as strange as it sounds. <laughs> right. Wow, talk about the, 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 the pot calling the kettle. <laughs> right. I want it all for myself. I want to be able to do all that. Let me let me take care of all that. But here's the thing. Like you go on like fucking Facebook or, you know, and you're like, um, like you know, just these sour pusses. And it's just like, you know what? You don't fucking like it. Change it. You know what I mean? Like uh, en- enough. I hate just – I hate more people that complain about shit and don't change shit in their lives. That drives me crazy. I, and I and I purposely remove those people from my life. Those people, I, I, don't, I don't got the fucking time for. If you're just going to sit there and bitch and moan and whine without making the steps and taking the steps to correct those problems, go fuck yourself, right? Um, but that, you know, Nakamura, he, and, he, and he, you know, we'll get a deeper dive into this, but you know, Nakamura was saying he was unhappy for about a year and a half, right? Right. I mean, g- even um, uh, go- going back to Wrestle Kingdom 9 when he had that match with Ibushi. Um, I don't know if, if you remember the English commentary for that match, but I, I think about something that Matt Stryker mentioned as he was calling that match. As he whispered uh, <laughs> with whiskey on his breath in your ear. I, I, I knew that was coming. Shake down your pants, Colin. <laughs> I still don't understand this whole Matt Stryker thing. So I don't, what do you mean you don't understand? Let's go back a few podcasts here and, uh, you know, you kind of kind of expose yourself as a, as, a, as a little bit more than average Matt Stryker fan. Hey, what, what, what can I say? I'm a big Matt Stryker, Mark. But well, anyway, getting back to my point. He, he said that uh, Nakamura has publicly come out and, and said that he has um, no competition left in New Japan Pro Wrestling. I'm, gl- I'm glad you put that end there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I should have been. What did he do? <laughs> <laughs> I should have been more, a, little, a little more careful gotcha. with my wording. But yeah, no, ba- basically Matt Stryker said that Nakamura said he has, he has no more competition left in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And, 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 and while he, when, when he said that, that may have been in the kayfabe sense, um, there was some truth to that because, like, really, w- what else is there left for N- Nakamura to uh, to accomplish in the, the world of guy. New Japan? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Be the top guy, but uh, you know, uh, 
Okada and Tanahashi are, you know, Okada's 27 years old and, and he's been groomed to be the top guy since, what, 2012? You know, uh, Tanahashi is still the biggest draw, arguably, in New Japan Pro Wrestling. So th- there just isn't a whole, uh, unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of room for, you know, Nakamura to go beyond that, that third place position. Right. And, and we make this third place. You know, we put that third place position in our minds, and Nakamura has always been there when he's needed to be to draw a house. Right again, that the show that closed the year against Carl Anderson. You know, he's given that belt back off of Goto because, truth be told, I don't think the company had faith in Goto to draw that house. Poor right? Chief Jay Goto. Chief J- good old Chief Jay Goto. Uh, somebody, somebody, what did somebody else call him? The king of. Uh, Strongbow style or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. One of our, that was really, one of our yeah. followers on Twitter. Yeah, that was that was a good yeah, job by props that person. Props to them. Yeah, who we never remember their names, but God bless you. It was good work by them. Um, yeah, I mean, he's always been there to, to be able to draw that house. So for us to sit here and be like, well, you know what? He's third in the pecking order. You know, there are, trust me, there were times in the calendar year, you know, even you know, 2015, 2014, where you know he's. He's, he's he's asked to do what the one and two guys should be doing, right? And, and again, injuries played a role in that and, you know, booking decisions and all that fun stuff. I'm not going to get into that, but the the idea that Nakamura in the pecking order is third is is shocking and, and almost, you know, I don't want to say wrong, but it, it, it is what it is. And I was, and I was actually over breakfast yesterday talking a little pro grabs with the missus right <laughs> so she's asking some questions about this and it was like you know we, and we've said it before here on on, on the pure cast it's nakamura when you look at the united states it's head and shoulders above okada and tanahashi like i would go nakamura okada tanahashi when it comes to united states interest you know north american interest western eyes interest um I would go Nakamura first. And I think he saw that. And, and, and even in Japan, he kind of felt that, you know, he could be the guy. Now, that's not to say that he's going to be the guy in the U.S. But let's be honest here. One night on Raw, two nights on Raw, we know what, we know what fucking Nakamura can do, right? And if he's given even a, a sliver of a chance, he's going to take full advantage of it. Not worried about him not being able to make the most of his time. He's going to be more famous than he ever was in New Japan. Right. More more eyeballs are going to see him. More eyeballs have the 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 uh, prospect of seeing him and the prospects of him being more famous than he ever was in New Japan. It, that, I mean, that's the truth. I, I I hate to say it, but it is. Um, and he knows that and he sees that, so he's going to take advantage of that. He, they're going to give him an opportunity to be, arguably. The, the most famous Japanese pro wrestler in the history of the genre. And you know what? I honestly believe that he has more things going for him than he does against him as he heads to WWE. Because, I mean, think about it. Overall, I think that having charisma, being charismatic, is, you know, at the top of the list there. And we know that he has that down. Um, 
size-wise, he is, you know, he Nakamura is a good 6'2", 230 pounds. So he's he's definitely, you know, not a not a small guy. He's bigger than your average uh, Japanese pro wrestler that uh, that that comes in. He's definitely bigger than like a. A he's Kenta. not Funaki. Yeah, he's no. not Funaki. Yeah, he's, right. he's not. He's not. He's not Funaki. He's not. He's not even a, a Kenta. You know, he's he's bigger than a Hideo Itami. Um, so he has that going for him, and he does have a pretty good grasp of the English language, from what I've been told. So you know, there's three things right off the bat that he has going for him that a lot of um, other. Um, Japanese stars and Mexican stars that have come in didn't have, um, you know, in their uh, in their favor. Yeah, uh, look, uh, no no one's doubting the fact that he's not going to take advantage of the of the the opportunities given him. Everybody, the, the biggest concern is is you know the old guy at the top, and and how he handles this. You know, and, I think and Uncle he, Paul gets it. I think so too, but you know, you know, he's still. I don't. I know. I mean, you read about the, those two butting heads often. Not, maybe not often, but enough that you know it's it's. I don't necessarily think it's it's a problem. You know, it's not like they're throwing mashed potatoes at each other at the dinner table. <laughs> I'd pay to see that. I think I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if it, once or twice Linda gets a little surly. You know, starts chucking around a pot roast. Um, no, it's nobody's worried about Nakamura. Nobody's, nor should you be. The problem is, is how he's going to be treated in that company. And I think if they had half a brain in their head, that they they know what they got. They know what they paid for. They know what they, they they know what they were getting themselves into with Nakamura. I don't I don't think that they're. I don't think this is going to be a huge re- rework, you know. And he's you know where it's Terry Taylor, Red Rooster. Right. Um, I say that though, and uh, trust me, there. And again, it was it was a, a lifetime ago. There have been plenty of people, plenty of people where you're like, you would get the observer on Saturday morning and you'd rip open your finger trying to get that fucking staple out. And you'd read, you know, oh, oh, looks like uh, Vince has signed whomever, you know, the Freebirds or Terry Taylor or Barry Windham or whomever. The stalker. (laughs) (laughs) Handsome Doc Hendricks. (laughs) Uh, yeah, Doc Hendricks. So you, you know, you don't have a great track record. Now, in recent years, you know, you got your Kevin Owens, um, you got your uh, Samoa Joes. You know, name changes for you know Finn uh, Finn Balor, Devitt, Kana. Um, okay, name changes, but. They're allowed to pretty much be who they were. They, they they're, they're finding pieces of their, they're finding pieces of who they were, and they're amplifying that. Like they're finding a, a nice middle road with a lot of these people, right? Like Kevin Owens really hasn't that changed that much, right? Uh, Finn Balor really hasn't changed that much. Maybe they over amplify the fucking makeup and the body paint, and you know, turns into the alter ego. Maybe they over over rely on that i feel like sometimes but by and large you know these guys are pretty much able to be who they are um so again i I don't want to spend too much time you know prognosticating on how bad vince is going to fuck this up but uh i think i think listen 
they can't possibly fuck this up. And then I say that, and I was like, well, they fucked up the WCW invasion, and they fucked up Flair's first time in. Again, these are ages ago, so I'm hoping that it's a new day. It's a new, it's a new uh, era. It's and, a new uh, day. Yes, it is. Ugh, I, I find I'm not, I'm not even going to get into that. I, I don't. I'm with you. I know what you're going to say, and ugh, I'm with you. So overrated. But anyway, um, yeah. So Nakamura should do well. Let's let's let's. Let's not get all panicky here. No, and, and and the thing that makes me feel better is that you know they're they're paying a lot of money for him. They're investing a lot in him, so they're not gonna you know shell out all of this money just to bring him in and you know turn him into a laughing stock. Yeah, but they they have a very itchy tr- trigger finger. They do. They they, they do. don't. Have, you know, patience is not their forte, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's that's not a strong suit. Vince looks at one fucking quarter hour and is like, "All right, he's a he's a Japanese sushi chef, you know, you know that fuck it, you know." So it's, uh, you know, it's not he's not known for his patience. I was reading a comment on Reddit um, last week after Fantastic Mania, and they said something to the effect of, "Oh God, I hope Vince didn't see that." bit with the with the nunchucks with the caveman because <laughs> if he sees that oh i'm surprised i gotta be honest with you, i'm surprised Vin, vince had his pants down watching uh, uh our, our boy barbaro over oh my or, god yeah I, i'm surprised he hasn't he hasn't picked up the horn and paul get me that guy <laughs> give me that guy with the fred flintstone outfit <laughs> that's money that's 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 our that's our WrestleMania main event. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the nunchucks, the bones. <laughs> You're an animal. <laughs> Can you yabba dabba do? <laughs> I, I you know what you know you know it's funny. I believe that they did have a didn't they do like a Flintstones movie where like uh, yeah. WWE stars were like with the Flintstones? Yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, <laughs> uh, don't be surprised if we see a reboot of that. <laughs> N- N- Nikki and Brie Boulder. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, my, really? Yep, yep. Did you watch it? No, I, I oh. remember seeing the advertisements though. Well, listen, Mickey and Brie Boulder. Yep. Boo. <laughs> Ugh, terrible. Oh, that stinks. Vince stinks. Ah, Vince is a, such a fucking. Ugh, he stinks. Well, let, let, let me ask you this question. Um, and I, I don't, I don't, you know, like you said, we we probably already spent too much time, you know, um talking about this but do you think that they're going to change his name no no me neither i and, and i hope they don't i hope so i hope not either now again because here's the thing to me they got they got to launch this 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 damn network in japan and which is to me is laughable i mean they only got what, what th- maybe thirty five thousand people total signing up for new japan world yeah if that nope you, do you know when wwe is on in japan it's on Samurai TV, it's this week in WWE. It's like a wrap-up show, and it shows highlights that are you know three weeks behind um, in real time. And then they're also uh, on J Sports. Um, I don't know if it's Raw or if it's SmackDown. One of the two shows are it's on J Sports. So and it's on it's it's like a real crazy time slot. So it's nothing tremendous. And these channels are kind of like you know our equivalent of you know Spike. Or pop, or you know, comet, you know, comet, or you know, we're all these, you know, you know, you, you don't even know you have these channels. El Rey, El, right, right, you know, these these C C team cable networks. Um, so 
you know, and, and a lot of people aren't aren't don't don't subscribe to them already. So I can't. I don't know how the WWE is thinking they're going to make money on this Japanese network. But they're they're you know I'm sure they're going to try to you know milk the the Shinsuke Nakamura name as much as they can. So I think as weird as it sounds, I wouldn't be surprised if 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 in Japan he's Shinsuke Nakamura. Maybe I'm out of my mind thinking that, you know, where he would have two identities, two names. Um, no, I think I think they're going to stick with the Shinsuke. And uh, it's very exciting to uh, see his first opponent that he's going to be wrestling here in uh, WWE. He's going to be on the NXT show the day before WrestleMania in Houston, and he's going to be taking on Sami Zayn. So, hey, that's something to look forward to. That is, I mean, listen, uh, that takeover show sounds fantastic. You know, um, Kana and uh, and Bailey, I think they have lined up. Uh, that should be a decent match. Um, and Nakamura, Sami Zayn. You know, listen, if you're gonna if you're gonna introduce Nakamura to a, to an audience, have him against Sami Zayn. I'm, I'm I'm I I can I can swallow that. You know, what I mean, I can I can take that. Um, but that's very interesting. Yeah, everybody saw the tweets and the, all the reports from the tapings. Um, uh, NXT. And this is turning into shake them ropes right now. <laughs> you know, we're talking a lot of NXT and and WWE. Well, it is relevant though. It is relevant. Um, so Nakamura does uh, make his debut there. They uh, announced. I think it was that they, uh, Sami Zayn was moving up to the main roster, but before he left, uh, he was going to have to take on one more person. And then uh, the, the the jumbotron turns to static, and kind of. Punched over a little bit, turns around, it's Nakamura, and, and apparently the place went batshit crazy, which is nice. Um, you know, and this and this idea that nobody's going to know who Nakamura is, well, I find that hard to believe. I find that hard to believe. He's he's been everywhere. Um, you know, who did a good job kind of mentioning that was uh, uh, the the flagship Voices of Wrestling show. They talked a lot about how. You know, listen, wrestling's everywhere at this point when it comes to coverage-wise. You know, you, Up Rocks and uh, uh, you know, Bleacher Report and uh, even ESPN. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, and even WWE themselves. WWE, you know, the WWE website, them, you know, they're, they're, the rumors are that AJ Styles is coming in. Or the rumors are, you know, so. Yeah, former they, IWGP they, champion. <laughs> so, you know, they, they did a good job, but. If you're gonna if you're gonna have a a, a first op opponent, uh, let's have a little dream show. And uh, that NXT show sounds on paper right now so much better than Mania. Oh, <laughs> it's, it really it's not does. even. <laughs> it really does, and and uh, I would I would I'd be very interested to see where that goes. Um, uh, that 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 one might be one that uh, old Damon kind of you know, make circles on his circles on his, his calendar and, and make sure that he's watching. So um, uh, I'm down with that. I actually looked, uh, you know, I, I had a little, uh, an idea that maybe I would uh, take a fly down to Dallas. Right? Oh, so I went on StubHub yeah. and looked for tickets. And yeah, that, that secondary market is a little outside my price range. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, there, I mean, seriously, ticket, the lowest prices I saw were like 250 300 bucks for like nosebleeds. Um, so, yeah, that's not That's why we got to start making money off this podcast, Damon. Well, listen, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the, uh, the sponsorships to the roll sponsors. in. <laughs> yeah, listen, come on, Ring of Honor. Come on, we'll, we'll get on board. Um, and that's another thing. Like, I, I like, you know, there's so much good wrestling coming up in the next couple of months. Ring of Honor being included, their, their, their show in Vegas that we're excited to it's attend. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. 
Like we were going through these shows, you know, we were going through New Japan's calendar uh, and some of these, you know, row two shows. And we're like, there's no, there's none on the, on the network. And we're like, yes, <laughs> woo, we're free. <laughs> Thank the old gods and the new. Uh, thank them all. Cause we were, uh, that was, you know, we love doing what we do guys. We're just, we're just joshing. But sometimes you look at that schedule like, oh my God, there's 17 shows. How are we going to review them all? So, but we have a show we have to review now. Don't we know? That is right, and uh, I alluded to it at the top of the hour here. We want to get into this Road to the New Beginning card. Of course, Shinsuke Nakamura's final appearance for NJPW. Very emotional main event and a uh, a solid show. This, it, 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 this was definitely um, the uh, polar opposite of <laughs> the, the show's last week. This, this was a Colin Miller show right here. It might have been a Kyle Miller show, but to me, this was not as good as the last Fantastic Mania show. Do you think this this show, this send off show, was better than from take the emotion thing out of it, like take the the the, the pomp and the circumstance? Uh, because for me, yes, obviously there was a deeper rooted connection to a lot of the people that are on the you know the show, the 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 Road Two show, as opposed to the, the Fantastic Mania show. Fantastic Mania show was a better show. Right? I see. See the the connection is what does it for me though. That overrides everything else. Can you? Can I send you matches? No. And, and I, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> hurt my feelings. Um, like if you didn't know the guys, are you are you watching these matches? Um, so it, if I just sent you two like random, if I sent you like, oh my god, Colin, there is this fucking match on a Freedoms show that you got to see, and it's you know. Whomever, you know. I, I, well, I I could definitely watch it and appreciate it and 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 enjoy it, but I, I will say this: it does help though if I have um, a bit of a bit of a connection to the performers that are in the ring. That 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 really helps me along. Okay, but let me ask you this: the first time you you saw these Rev Pro shows, right? Maybe last year was it? Um, you didn't know Will Ospreay. No, I did know. not. You know, the big demo, demo. No, you didn't know. You know, you didn't know a lot of these guys, but yet, dare I say, a, a guy like a Will Osprey is, is probably one of your favorite guys. Yeah, Will Will Osprey is um, definitely one of uh, one one of my favorite wrestlers that I recently discovered. One of my new favorite wrestlers, and of course we have to talk about him today too. Um, it, ju- it was just announced that he signed a contract with New Japan Pro Wrestling, which I, I kind of accidentally alluded to last week. I, I didn't, you know, we didn't have any knowledge of this, but I accidentally said, "Do you remember this?" I, I, I said that he was a New Japan performer, and, yeah. you, and you corrected me. Yeah, well, yeah. now hey, now now that's true. He is a New Japan performer, so. There we go. He is. He'll be in on the April tour. Um, he'll be uh, also in Best of the Super Juniors. So I had that uh, tweeted to me. And I don't know. Let me take that back. I had that text messaged to me. Um, and it's funny because the message that I got, I get, again, I don't want to fucking be Scoops McDonald, but, you know, it's like I get these text messages, but I always have a disclaimer. And I share them with Colin, right? And Colin's like, can we talk about this on the fucking show? And I'm like, uh, I, not yet. I can't say that we can. And he's like, what the fuck? And then, you know, 20 minutes later, you know, somebody's tweeting shit out. And it's like, all right, we're talking about it. So fuck it. <laughs> so, yeah, we got word that um, that he had signed and he was in. And um, yeah, actually, we, we had gotten someone from, from New Japan that sent it to a friend of ours who sent it to us. So it's, I'm, I'm jacked up over that. 
he I that is going to be fantastic. Now I don't know what the contract is. I don't know if it's just for a set dates. I don't know if it's like a, a year thing. I don't know if he's spending every tour there. I don't know. But this best of the Super Junior tournament, Colin. Oh. Imagine matches with him and Kushida and Ricochet and Kyle O'Reilly and uh, uh, Matt Seidel and uh, even the Bucks. I think he could good have even the good matches with him. The uh, yeah. Absolutely, and even fucking Liger. Yeah, oh my God, yeah, him and him and Liger could have a great match. God, I'm so excited for this. Like I, this, does this make up for Nakamura? Uh, the, does the signing of Will Osprey make up for Nakamura? Yeah, I don't think it makes up for Nakamura necessarily, but it does sweeten. It, it's it does a, sweeten the blow, doesn't it? It's, it it is certainly a um, welcome addition. I love the fact, and and again, here we know that these Rev Pro shows were kind of like, and just like these Ring of Honor shows before it, they're kind of like auditions, right? They're kind of like, uh, you know, they're, they're wrestling some pretty big names to kind of get a feel. And I'm sure Tanahashi's and the Okadas and the Kushidas and you know all these guys are going to the back and saying, okay, yeah, thumbs up, good good work out of this guy, um, and and they're passing with flying colors. And 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 the body of work that they're able to do outside of when the New Japan guys come in, it's exciting. I'm I am totally stoked over this. I am I am I am a thousand percent in. Um, if there's any guy, it's kind of weird because you know, like, like when AJ debuted on uh, Royal Rumble, you know, they were all about you know the hottest free agent out there. Finally in the WWE, okay, hottest free agent out there. But then New Japan. Kind of really does get the hottest, you know, you know, free agent out there. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that they were quick to scoop him up, quick to scoop him up. And I'm, and from what I understand, from what I understand, again, I can't name names. I'm sorry. My apologies. Uh, more is to come. More is to come. More is to come. So, good stuff there. Uh, from New Japan, they, they're they're opening up the checkbook, they're dusting it off, and they're making some waves. And listen, they they're good at signing the the best independent talent out there in the United States and Australia and 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 now UK. Um, so this is not something that's that new. But I'm just glad that they jumped all over it quickly, and they kind of lessened the blow a little bit. I, I, Will Ospreay is not Shinsuke Nakamura, but. Man, he's a young guy with. He's only been in the business for a handful of years, Colin. Yeah, it's not, and it's not like he's one of these, you know, fifteen-year independent pro wrestling journeymen. Really not. But the it's, level that he wrestles at, yeah, it's just for his age, yeah. he is uh, mature beyond his years. If, and it's ex, you know, and his experience. Listen, I'm I'm thrilled with this. Uh, I I couldn't be more thrilled. I I, I couldn't. Let's put it this way. I couldn't sit here and say and think of another guy that they should be signing over Will Ospreay, right? I, I can't go through the entire independent world and say, oh, I'd rather have him than Will Ospreay. No, I'm good. I'm good with this one. Well, and, Damon, I did think that uh, the signing of Juice Robinson was a pretty big deal. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I don't, I don't know if this is bigger than that, but. Uh, to me, it's a little bit bigger than that. Eh, I don't it's know. A little bit bigger than that. I think there's a little bit more upside than uh, <laughs> You think? I, I'm going to go out on record. Yeah, yeah all right, I'll, all I'm right. going to go out on a limb. 
right, so we still haven't even talked about this fucking show yet. So uh, yeah, well, just know. just one last thing about Will Ospreay. Just, what if, now? If well, I I just want to add, and um, I can thank you for introducing me to uh, this match. For anyone out there who is listening to us right now and has yet to check out this young man's phenomenal work, go on NJPW World, watch his match against Okada at. Um, one of the Rev Pro shows from last year. That is a great first introduction to Will Ospreay. That was my first introduction to him. And then after you watch that match, go watch the match um, with him and Marty Skrull, and uh, you'll 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 be hooked. Yeah, I think it's you know the, if you go to the Rev Pro website, here we go. We're pimping out. You know, we're helping independent promotions left and right here, guys. We are. We're 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 all loving. We help out our, our our friends at Ring of Honor if it's good. And here's the thing: if 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 there's something shit on Ring of Honor, we're, we'll be the first person to tell you oh, it wasn't that great. But if it's good, we're talking about it, right? Rev Pro, same thing. So here's Rev Pro. You want to hop onto their website? Go to their download section. I think it's what what was it? Nine bucks, Colin? Twelve bucks? I think I paid twelve bucks for it. And you know what's really cool about it too? Um, they upload it to their Vimeo account, so I didn't even have to do any finagling with connecting my my laptop to my television. I just loaded up my my, my Vimeo app on my Roku, and I was able to just watch it on my TV, and it was awesome. That's bonus points for you, Colin, right? Right. You're all about the, the, the app. So hey, yeah. no fuss, no muss. Just one one click, boom. It's a good show. I, I thought the show top to bottom was, was good. Um, and then the last two matches were outstanding. But And also, what was it, AJ and uh, Zach Saber Jr. Yes, I thought that was an excellent match. Yeah, outstanding match. So again, well worth the twelve bucks. Drop it, and uh, it gives it gets the uh, the Damon highest recommendation. Uh, yeah. the, the 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 Offspray Scroll match. Yes, this this gets the uh, the Colin Miller uh, seal of approval, and uh, the show is high stakes. By the way, high stakes 2016. Uh, download it. That's all we can say. Yeah, I mean, highly recommend it. So, all right, let's get into the show. We've, we've, we've what, we're 55 minutes in? 45 minutes? Yeah, something like that. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, let's get into this uh, night two. Of... Oh, you know what we got to do, Colin, before we get into the show? Oh, boy, <laughs> here we oh, no. go. The the old uh, Damon uh, switcheroo. Listen, I, I, I'll never be able to do it. And I don't know if you can, but maybe we'll put out a, a, a an APB, an all-points bulletin. Somebody help us out with this fucking timestamp stuff, right? Can so, like somebody who listens to this can 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 you do like a little just a time when we talk about shit and the times that we do it? Yeah, you know uh, we, we we got a request for that on Twitter, and yeah, sure, it makes sense because we go two hours and it's like we and we jump around a lot and it's like, uh, but the problem is that I'm never gonna be able. I don't have the fucking time to do shit. Literally, it's like I gotta squeeze in the time to do a show. Uh, I'm a very busy, important person, Colin. I, you know, I can't. Can't be sitting here times. I'm, and listen, I feel like a mongoloid, uh, like listening to myself. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> terrible. Um, so, yeah, if anybody can hook us up, I mean, I don't know. I'll make it worth your while. I'll give you something, or I don't know what the fuck we'll do, but we'll work it out. But if somebody can help us out with that, it would be mucho apreciado. See, you you actually listen to us back. I'm I'm like the Johnny Depp of podcasting because like he doesn't like to watch his own movies. He's never seen his own movie. I I I don't like to listen back to myself. Can't do it. I, I do, and only because I just I'm a I'm a big fucking fanatic for um sound quality and like like when I hear myself back, like sometimes I just feel like my I'm a bit hot sometimes. Like the, the, my levels are like somewhat hot. Hey man, I, is that a doomsday siren going off in the background? <laughs> 
Yeah. Is the world nuclear, ending? We're under nuclear attack, by the way, here in the uh, Philadelphia area. Uh, no. So where I – it sucks that I bled through. Um, so I live uh, probably about uh, maybe two or three blocks, like the other side of the road. So I have my street, and then the next street is where the firehouse is. Um, so if there's a fire in the area – uh, this is what you'll hear. At some, like I don't even hear it anymore. Like I, I, I I'm so embarrassed. Um, yes, that's the that's the fire horn going off. Sorry, everyone. There's apparently a fire in my neighborhood. Someone is. <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna sit here and do a podcast. Just as long well, as you're gonna be okay. I think so. I, I don't think I have to get into the bunker. My uh, my bomb shelter. I think we're gonna be okay. The, a uh, a nuclear nightmare. All right, so what do you say we get into the opening match here for this uh, Road to the New Beginning card? And this kicked off with the debut of one of the new Young Lions here at New Japan Pro Wrestling. We saw David Finley take on Kawato. All right, I'm going to help you with the name. Here's, here's how I'm going to remember it, right? Hirai. Hirai, right? So Kawato he, Hirai. No, Hirai Kawato. He, oh, he, Hirai Kawato. Okay. Yes. yes. So, Hirai Kawato. So how I remember it is going to be he, he, rye bread. That's ah, good. okay. Huh? Well, I, 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 know, I know you enjoy the rye bread. You're down with the rye. I love a good Reuben. I like a good uh, corned beef sandwich. Uh, yeah, Hirai. I once stole a marble rye, but that's a different story. Is that of Steinfeld, right? Yes, it is. All right. Do I say Steinfeld or do I say Seinfeld? <laughs> well, you, you know what my grandmother used to call it? What's that? She used to call it Seinfeld. Seinfeld. I got you those, those, those that, that Seinfeld DVD for Christmas. <laughs> Your grandma's adorable. Oh, God rest her soul. Is she dead? Yeah, unfortunately. No, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, it, let's it let's let's uh, pour one out for for uh, Grandma Miller. All right, so Hirai Kawato. So here you go. You'll never you'll never not be able to pronounce it again. Hirai Kawato, and and you know what? I didn't realize that uh, this kid is only eighteen years old. This is only like his second match. Yeah, they, he they debuted on. Uh, you know how they have that kind of fan fest at the. Uh, the, the dome show so the like the weekend of there's that the fan fest where everybody walks in. it's every year i get suckered into it too and every year it's like i'm gonna stay up and watch this because i'm so excited for the dome and it's like oh my god this is the most boring bullshit i've ever watched in my entire life um yeah they they debuted um here's the thing again we're a little spoiled when it comes to these young lions right so kawato reminds me at the stage that he is right now and it makes perfect sense right He's not really a trained pro wrestler, right? In the cave uh sense of the word, right? So, you know, you're not going to get much of him. What did he do? He did like one drop kick. He did a fucking hip toss. He did a slam, and he did the Boston Crab, right? But when he starts out the match, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm watching it and I'm thinking, oh my god, he's like Bob Backlund, right? Like his style, like he doesn't have a pro wrestling posture yet. It's all amateur-based wrestling that he's accustomed to and that he's falling back on. And he just – the way he was kind of crunched over and kind of like amateur, ready to lock up, it was just, it was just like, oh, my God, he's fucking Bob Backlund. Right? Um, again, very amateur style because that's what he fucking knows right now. He doesn't know pro wrestling. Uh, simple stuff in this match, right? Right, so, and, and that, that's pretty much how it started off with a lot of, lot of amateur mat-based wrestling between the two. Yeah, headlocks, chin locks. Uh, again, he didn't do much. You know, a drop kick, a hip toss, uh, the ball. How, how about that fucking David Finley 
when he when he uh, went to roll him over into the Boston Crab, and that's that's the winner right there. That's how how we we ended this match with Finley in, uh, getting the Boston Crab on uh, Kawato. Uh, the kicks. So he's trying to turn him into the Boston Crab. Holy Hannah, he was just stomping on the poor kid's head, <laughs> just kicking him in the fucking head uh, before he turned him over. Um, I, I, you know, I'm. I saw online how people are like, "Yeah, here I Kawatu is going to be better than the the other, you know, the young lions that just left." And I'm like, "Are you, are you out of your fucking mind?" It's way too yeah, early to exactly. say any to to, to make a, a a statement as strong as that. This is only the kid's second match. You know, yeah. he's 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 18 years old. He's probably not even done growing yet. You right. know, for crying out loud. Uh, you know, it's. You know what that was? That was well. If I'm right, oh look at me! I'm I'm the I'm pro wrestling pro- prognosticator, and if you're wrong, you got nothing to fucking lose. So I'm just out. I was just like, ugh, stop it. Everybody I, wants to be a pro wrestling Nostradamus. I yes, Nostradamus. Um, but yeah, that, that that's the one thing that I just like in my mind when I see him in the ring. It's yeah, he's it's again just reminded me of Bob Backlund for whatever. Anyway, whatever. Um. I mean, it was, I thought this was an okay match, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it was like I said, it's it's really it, it would be unfair of us to judge this match too harshly and to really dissect every maneuver because there wasn't a, any, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it was the second match. You know, lots of mat based stuff. Um, we saw Finley pick up the win with the Boston Crab, and you know, yeah, just your you know very basic um opening young lions match yeah and that's cool and i and nothing was sloppy i think he's got a is uh and i can't believe this is coming out of my mouth i think he oversells at this point right like some of the stuff was just like you know he looked like he was you know got, got shot with a, with a <laughs> rifle you know and i was like okay you get you got a you know form to the chest all right um you know maybe back a little bit man I'm, I'm sure it did i'm sure if i got a chop to the chest i'd be I'd be pissing my pants on a corner. You'd be crying. <laughs> that would be my selling, urinating. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me I don't sell. I got fucking stains in my pants. Um, you ain't cool unless you pee your pants. <laughs> what is that from? That's not Steinfeld, is it? No, that that that, that was an Adam Sandler reference. I'm sorry for that. That's right. I had to Listen, throw it there, out there. 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 might be people that get them. I don't, I don't get them all, Colin. Um, all right, but uh, fine match. Uh, let's move on. All right, so the next match we saw Jay White take on Yoshihashi. Now, I'm glad to see Jay White working with now. Now, would would, would you call Yoshihashi like like a lower mid carder? Is that where you where you would kind of rank him? Yeah. Okay. So it, you know, it's it, it, it might not be much, but you know, Jay White is working with a, a lower mid carder here, and I think that uh, both you and I can agree that. Um, Jay White has a lot of potential. Um, everything this kid does is really crisp, really, really good. And um, I thought that this was a decent, a, a decent match. We saw uh, Yoshihashi win with a power bomb into a jackknife pin, and um, good. That good. looked like shit, to be honest. Yeah, with you. yeah. That was we. That was a listen, Colin. Uh, Jay White tried, but Yoshihashi. Holy shit! Did he fucking slow this match down? That first of all, let's work our way backwards. That was a weak ass powerbomb. He probably got him hip level high, and and dropped him, 
and then rolled them up. That stunk. It certainly was not a Michael Elgin power bomb. It was not. It was it was weak. Um, again, the middle of this match was kind of slow, and I don't want to say sluggish, but sluggish. And that's all fucking Yoshihashi, man. Oh, he did not. It felt to me like he didn't want to do shit in this match, and he let it show. Um, this match I, was a loose explosion. <laughs> you know, a loose explosion would have more energy than this match from him. Uh, like the force of his diarrhea would have been much greater, like pounds per square inch, than the effort he performed in this match. Um, I did like Jay White he did, when he did that, uh, what, the double underhook. Uh, and then, you know, he tried to get the STF and he did uh, kind of like the sitting stretch plum almost. Um, but Hashi, uh, Yoshihashi made it to the ropes. Colin, I gotta be honest with you. I thought this match was ugh, and 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 all the ugh falls on the shoulders of Yoshihashi. I think Jay White tried, but he couldn't fucking turn water to wine. It, what are you gonna do? It it was. Uh, he's not Jesus, Damon. You no, know, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's the Australian Jesus. Um, I think he's from New Zealand, actually. Yeah, what's the deal? He's a Kiwi. Oh, right. that's what they call people from New Zealand. I, and I'm kidding, by the way. I don't I want to hear see fucking tweets. Uh, there's a difference. Um, I know there's a difference. Uh, it, wait, I thought... Uh, no, I'm not even going to get into it because I was going to be like, I thought a Kiwi was a... But no, of course, the sheep herders and all that. That's the only thing I know about New Zealand. <laughs> the sheep herders. The sheep herders, that's it. And Jack Victory wanted to be one. Um, that's the only thing I know about New Zealand. <laughs> um, um, and Bad Luck Fale lives there. No, I thought that was... Um, is it New Zealand? He does live there? Yeah, Bad Luck Fale lives in New Zealand. That's one of the reasons why he wants to stay in New Japan. Yeah. Listen, I'm sure it's gorgeous. Oh. I've, I, I've known somebody who's there, and it's fantastic. It's on my list of places to visit along with Australia. So Yeah? Yeah. All right. Again, Yoshihashi, I was not I – was, I was actually yelling at my TV, like saying, will you fucking pick up the pace, you lard ass? That was an exact quote, by the way. Um, but Jay White tried, but uh, – you know, again, you can't can't perform miracles. The uh, the New Zealand Jesus, as we'll call him, Jay White. By the way, where do you first of all? When do you see Jay White and Finley going abroad? And um, I think we talked about where we think they're going to go. I, I I I could see both of these guys doing really well in like a promotion like Rev Pro. It'd be nice. Um, you know, either there or CML. Um, but I hope I don't, they don't go there. Why? Look at the, all the fucking people that have gone there that have just Naito, Nakamura, uh, you know, you know, Tanahashi, both Tanahashi's. I think. Yeah, but Kamatsu and Tanaka are going there, correct? Yeah, I think we should do something different with Finley and White. I mean, listen, they can go to Rev Pro, but I, I mean, I wouldn't have any problem. I, I would kind of want them to kind of hop around as much as possible. Okay, yeah, I'm cool with that. But um, yeah, I mean, listen, do a little globe go- trotting. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever drugs they take down there in Mexico to, to have them open up their creative channels. I mean, look at look when they come back, man. I think it's peyote. Peyote? Is that what it is? What exactly is peyote? I, I was just going to say, I have no idea what that actually know. is. But Yeah, is that acid? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I believe that it is something that the Native Americans uh, developed. And maize. Maize. <laughs> maize. Boo. Um, and wampum. That's another thing, right? Wampum isn't it like their form of currency? Wampa, I, I Wampum, I've never right? heard that one before. Look it up. Google that shit. Google it now. People will love to hear us typing. 
Googling wampum. Go- Googling wampum right now. No, they're I'm like, kidding. They're like, I chapped out after you fucking spent 20 minutes Googling wampum. <laughs> I get it. I can't blame you. Um, all right. So uh, there you go. Jay White, Yoshihashi. Can we call Jay White now the new, the, 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 the uh, New Zealand Jesus? Hey, if, if you want to, go for it. All right. I think it's, I think it's fitting. Why not? Let's do it. Yeah, Jay White, the New Zealand Jay. Hey, maybe maybe that that will be the gimmick that he evolves into. You know, once he find him, once he finds himself traveling abroad. Listen, I, I just want residuals. You know, that, it's, it can be cut of the t-shirt. That shelves. could be bigger I, than the Rainmaker. I think so. The, the New Zealand. It doesn't really roll off the tongue though. New Zealand Jesus. The, the New Zealand Jesus. Is that right? Would that be right? The, the New Zealand Jesus. How about Jay the White. the New Zealand Savior? Yeah, I like the Jesus connotation, but okay. All right, whatever. Uh, next up, what do we got? Next match here, we have a six-man tag featuring the team of Jushin Thunder Liger and Tenkozy taking on Tiger Mask, Manubu Nakanishi, and Yuji Nagata. Damon, every time I watch one of these six-man tags featuring these guys, I think to myself afterwards, what the hell am I going to possibly say about this when we do the Puro cast? Like, what, what what is there for us to say about this match? I actually have a lot of thoughts on this particular match, Colin. Okay, all right. Well, let me give me the give me the floor. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. All right. I I I'm just gonna say this is exactly um what I expected, and I'll on on that note, I'll give you the floor. Uh, see, here's here's the here's the little nuggets that you could take away from this match. Okay, here, 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 here. I love nuggets. I know you do. I love nuggets too. Uh, one. How great is the uh, the chicken shit taking the piss, as uh, our friends in the UK might say, Liger on uh, Nakanishi? You know how he goats him and, and baits him and, and, you know, he does a little ass shake. You can't catch me. And then Nakanishi will hop in the ring and Liger's out. You know, he's running out the I find that Liger one of my favorite Ligers. Loved it. Love him. Uh, uh, here's another thing. We talked about this before we recorded. How about Tiger Mask with the shoulder? Yeah. All taped up, all banged up. There's a lot of banged up people on this roster. We're going to get to it shortly. But Tiger Mask is another one. And again, even in all of pro wrestling, what the fuck is it with all these shoulder injuries? Yeah, these shoulder injuries are uh, contagious, like hepatitis. It really is. They're all sleeping with the same loose-shouldered woman. Um and Tiger Mask, you know, Tiger, and, you know, I don't know anything about lifting weights. You know, you take one look at me, you're going to be like, no kidding. Um, but, you know, you know, Tiger Mask, is he, you know, is he power lifting? You know, uh, you want to be one of those guys that I thought would have an issue with a, a shoulder if it's from weight training. Um, is is Seth Rollins out? Is that, is that shoulder related? No, that was leg, right? Yeah, that, that was leg related. I don't think that... Um, you know, Seth Rollins is into that CrossFit training, and I don't believe that. I, I don't pretend to be a fitness expert, but I don't think that you're lifting like super heavy weights when you're doing CrossFit. I don't know. Uh, listen, you know, I, this, this is one of those things. I think if if we ever have Michael Elgin on this podcast, I kind of want to get into that a little bit with him because I'm sure he knows a, a lot more than we do about this stuff. Uh, I know more about I know more about weight training than Michael Elgin. Let me tell you. Well. <laughs> I remember we went to the we went out to eat and he's you know again he's ordering all this fucking protein rich food and you know wheat toast and you know double steak and you know I'm just like yeah, everything I want everything he's having but I want the unhealthy version a 
of what you're eating. <laughs> I want cheddar cheese melted on everything. Exactly right. I want white toast heavily buttered. <laughs> right. I want it all. And he just laughed disgustingly at me. Um, yeah, they kept focusing on Nakanishi during this match, right? He was, they, he was a big focus to kind of get him off his game and try and take him out. Here's another thing I fucking can't stand, though, Colin. What's that? I just, this is, when Kojima does those stupid chops in the corner, I know it's a staple of his. I know he's done it for years. It's a signature spot. You know the one I'm talking about, the chops in the corner. Yeah, and then he, then he throws them. Yep, yep. And, and the crowd chants. Yep, yep, yep. But, you know, I'm going to get you asshole i think it's what it translates to or something like that um i'm gonna get you asshole I, something, something like, <laughs> like i'm gonna get you i'm gonna get you sucker <laughs> but it's something like that. i know somebody will tweet this and be like he's saying this it means this but it's something along those lines um i'm gonna get you sucker um he does the chops and he's not even holding on to the guy while he's doing the chop. Like, like if you're taking the chops, here's an idea. Take two steps to your left, right? And you will no longer be in the uh, the uh, shot range for these chops. It's just silly. I don't know. It's just a silly spot. It looks bad. <laughs> it really – and here's the thing. With Tenzon, Tenzon has lost, like, two gears in, in the last six months. Like, it's amazing how quickly Father Time – who waits for no one just knocked on Tenzon's door and said, hi, time, time to pay up. You're, you're, you're overdue. Cause he was slow as molasses and nothing he did looked like, like everything just like he's in Nakanishi world right now. He's knocking on Nakanishi's door right now saying, Hey, how, how do you prolong your career? Because I'm, I'm becoming you very quickly. And again, it seems like this deterioration happened within like six months. He's knock, knock, knocking on Nakanishi's door. <laughs> hey, that's that, now that's a gem right there. That's a gem. Thank you, thank you. That's a gem. <laughs> oh, Miller, you're amazing. Yeah, but he looked old and slow. Hey, may, may, maybe during the Guns N' Roses reunion, Axel will kind of alter the lyrics if, if he listens to this podcast. You know? I was watching. Um, I fell asleep on the couch last night, and uh, I'm just changing channels. I don't even know what the fuck I was watching originally, but it was like on what's that channel, Palladia? Yeah, where they show all the concerts. Yeah, yeah so it's a great in channel the state, in the states here. Yeah, we have this network, Palladia, and they do they show like all the, but they show like awesome concerts, man. They show like Glastonbury, and they'll show uh, yeah, uh, Coachella, all, all the major show, festivals, not live, show. but it's usually like about three or four months after. But then they repeat them over and over again. It's like, oh my god, it's the same shit uh, all the time on this network. But they showed this. Um, it was um, Guns N' Roses from London's O2 Arena, right? And there's a recent show. Oh, fucking horrible! Oh my god, <laughs> what dreck! Like for, it was like Axl Rose and like who's like the rhythm guitar player? Um, I you know what? I actually have no idea. Um, who, 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 who I, the... I, I, I threw fucking Colin Miller a music softball and he uh, and he whiffs. Well, I can tell you the uh, the, the the classic lineup. It, it was Izzy Stradlin who was the rhythm guitar player. But as Maybe far that was, it, was that him? No, was that... they. You know what? Whatever the current GNR lineup is, and and I, I imagine this was a current a recent GNR yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea who's 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 in his um his band really. Yeah, it exactly. You're exactly right. It was a bunch of nobody. Actually, the what, the basis from the replacements was uh playing bass. Oh. Was playing the, is Duff the uh, bass player? 
Yeah, Duff McKagan. Yeah, he'll be. I I think he'll be back. He'll be back out with them. Yeah, it's like an all original lineup. Uh, I don't believe that Steven Adler and Izzy Stradlin are um, gonna be there. I think it's a, I think it's the same rhythm guitar player and drummer in the the current lineup, which I'm not too crazy about, but we'll see. No, I, I don't. Well, anyway, needless to say, it was fucking garbage. It was it was really terrible. Like it woke me up out of my sleep, and I was like, "What the fuck is that noise?" And it's like, "Oh, it's Axl Rose." <laughs> 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 I thought it was a, I thought it was two cats fucking in my yard. <laughs> well, maybe he'll take some vocal lessons uh, before he heads out on tour on this right. reunion tour. But we digress away from we the do. Guns N' Roses talk, and I think we should uh, move on to the next match here. A tag match featuring the team of Sakuraba and Yano taking on Yujiro Takahashi and Bad Luck Fale. All this match was was just a vehicle for Takahashi and Fale to get a... Uh, a win in preparation for their rematch for these uh, never open weight six man tag titles. Uh, they're getting they're getting that rematch at one of the new beginnings show. So that's really all this match was for. Um, yeah. So what uh, was a Tonga had visa issues? Yeah. Because this was originally supposed to be a six man tag, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, I think it was. Um, Tonga had uh, visa issues. Uh, we should probably get American Express. Sorry, <laughs> boo. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, so I thought this was originally a, a six man tag, uh, but no Tonga on this show. Uh, this match stunk. Yeah, Colin, this match was 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 absolute poop. Um, they did the lazy brawling shit to the outside. Uh, well, first of all, no 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 young lady. Yeah, and like really, that—that's. <laughs> what's the point then? What's the Thank point you. of a Takahashi match Thank if you. he's not going to come out with you know a a, a Mao Chan or? Yeah, you listen, know. full agreement, right? So you got none of that, right? Two, you got no Tamatanga, which would probably be one of the highlights of this fucking match. Three, so f- just lazy bullshit brawl to, to open up, and then it's it's Fale using his weight like sitting on yano and yano again selling it like he's been shot you know <laughs> like he's sitting on you he's, he doesn't have like spikes in his ass that are penetrating your chest um you know sakuraba doing his kicks and it was really a, a nothing match for for most of it and then it was you know out of nowhere it was the ball shot right yep yep takahashi nails poured yano in the grapefruits Fale hits the uh, the grenade one two three and there you there there you have it Takahashi and Fale pick up a win in preparation for their 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 big title match at the New Beginning. So not into this match. Uh, seriously, Colin, was this the worst match of the show? Yeah, it, it, like you said, this was a nothing match. Uh, I, I I barely even remember it. Um, you know, don't <laughs> if 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 you watch this show, feel free to fast forward through this match. You're not going to miss anything. It was really, it was really, uh, trust me, like, I don't think it was more than punch, kick, punch, kick, clothesline. You know, Takahashi did, uh, a, a, did he do a drop kick? Maybe. It was nothing. There was nothing in this match. Yeah, he certainly, he didn't have that Ric Flair thing going on tonight. Uh, <laughs> there was no Ric Flair thing going no on. No Rick tonight. Rude either. Just nothing worthwhile in this. I, I was... Not that I had high expectations going in, but ugh, this match. Boo, boo, boo. Our next match here is another six-man tag featuring the team of Captain New Japan, Ryusuke Taguchi, and Kushida 
taking on Los Ingobernables de Japón, of course, Bushi, Evil, and Tetsuya Naito. We saw the Ingobernables pick up the win here. Bushi blows the mist in Kushida's eyes, does the tope on the outside. Um, Captain New Japan takes the fall here, as we, you know, all all predicted. And uh, there you go. That that sets up Bushi versus Kushida for this IWGP Junior Heavyweight title match at the New Beginning, which I am looking forward to. Yeah, everything about this match for me was all about Bushi and Kushida. Like, when they were in the ring together, outstanding fucking work. And, and these two guys are were the highlight of this match. And I know that you, you got a big boner over uh, Naito and uh, Milano Collection AT. The, your your ring and uh your, your color commentator at ringside, right? You love that interaction, right? Are you familiar with the Milano Collection AT, Colin? I am not actually. Well, he was never one of my big favorites. I'm going to be truthful. Uh, he actually was a uh, junior when he started. Uh, he he won uh, best of the super juniors in oh boy, when the fuck did this guy win it? Don't it Google like, it. <laughs> no, don't Google it. But I'm going to say 2005, 2006, 2007, somewhere around there. Somewhere in that range. Actually, <laughs> it was during a dark period. It was during a dark period. Yeah, he was in um, – so before Chaos, Colin, uh, Rise was uh, promoted. Real International Super Elite, it stood for. Um, and they were around for – they were probably around for the same amount of time, like 2000 – I want to say like 2007. It was before Chaos. So Nakamura actually was the the and I'll put it in air quotes the leader of this faction, and it was like um, who else was in fucking Rise? Um, I'm not gonna Google it, but um, oh, and I hated this tag team, uh, Giant Bernard and um, remember oh, tra- remember Travis Tomko? I was just gonna say Tomko, and they, they they even showed clips of that faction during the uh, the, the Nakamura video. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Goto was in this. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, Goto was in this. So, um, like, how, I don't know, we're going on a fucking tangent, but to how chaos came about, um, it was like Yano turned on, well, Yano and Nakamura turned on Makabe, was it? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, and then that's how chaos was formed. So, Nakamura and, and Yano forming chaos. So, a little history lesson for you there. But that's Milano Collection AT. For, for those who don't know. So this whole thing of, you know, Naito kind of goading uh, him in, you know, when he goes to ringside and he's like holding his muscles and everything. And, well, you could get back in the ring. You look great. You know, um, it's, you know it's okay. Uh, he, they were actually on, um, you remember I was talking about how on Samurai they have that, like that sports center type show. Well, they have like guests on there every once in a while. Naito was on there and Bushi was on there. And then Milano Collection, that's his name, Milano Collection AT. How awkward of a fucking stupid name is that? Milano, Milano Co- Collection AT. AT. It sounds like some sort of service. Like, <laughs> right, call Milano Collection AT to save a bundle. <laughs> right, on your home equity loan. <laughs> uh, that's, guess what? I'm registering it. I'm, I'm going to start a business called Milano Collection AT LLC. That would be amazing. I'm doing it tonight. Um, sign into that. Uh, but like when he started, um, when he was working like the Japanese indies before New Japan, it was kind of like um, I don't want to say like he was like a model, but like a fashionista. That's a right fashionista is a word, right? Okay, he was, but that's what it is. Like so, and then it's and it, like an Italian model or an Italian fashionista. 
Like uh-huh. Rick the Model Martel? Yeah, kind of, sort of, but like maybe not as exaggerated. Tyler he Breeze? Have, he didn't have arrogance. <laughs> Remember the cologne, Rick Martel? No? Yes, Anybody? yes arrogance. There arrogance. Um, yeah, Milano Collection, it's a terrible name. Um, so so uh, what was my point? My point was, uh, oh, yeah, so he called in. He called into the show. So I don't know if there's going to be more with that. With with Naito, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's just like a little goofy side thing that they're doing. I assume but, um, that that's all it was. <laughs> I, I I hope so because here's the thing. But let me ask you this: What are they doing with them? Because all these matches and all these tag matches seem to be setting up Bushi and 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 Kushida, and that's been the main focus. That's where the spotlight is on these matches. What's Evil doing? What's Naito doing? Yeah, what well, what is Naito doing? Because here's a guy. Who we said on past episodes that 2016 was going to be a big year for him, and the start of it, at the start of 2016, thus far he's just been some guy that's there. Again, we're a month in, I know. But uh, think about everything that has happened a month in. All <laughs> well, right, right. I mean, uh, everything around him is spinning. But Naito uh, should be champion right now. Right. Uh, absolutely. Look, he. Uh, it's 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 been a bit of a dud of a January, right, for both of them. I mean, Naito and Evil. And here's the thing with Naito and Evil. It, how long have we been doing this in Gobernables, right? Oh, excuse me, in Gobernables de Japan, de de Japon. Japon. Okay, my bad. Uh, I mean, we're talking, you know, G1. I mean, Evil wasn't around during the G1, but, you know, you get my point. We, what are we doing here? What are we doing with Naito? I know we're looking at a slow burn, but name me a great Naito match. A great Naito match that has happened since the, the heel turn? Yeah. You know what? <sighs> Nothing. I, I, I would really have to think hard about that and go back into the archives um don't give me the, don't give me the dome show because that was disappointing right i'm gonna have to you can't give me shibata i'm gonna have to say his his match against tanahashi in the g1 i enjoyed um his match against aj in the g1 um yeah most of his good they're matches not, not blow away matches. no no they're, they're they're definitely um not the level of uh the matches he had uh for example in the 2013 g1 climax or the 2014 um yeah, you know, we've been saying it for a while now. This gimmick has affected the in-ring quality, but... Um, and, and here's the thing, too, Colin. What's that? Not only give me... Uh, you can't even name a good evil match, can you? <laughs> no. I mean... I can, na- I can name some good Wantanabe matches from ROH, but... I mean, I mean, against Goto is probably the best shot that you have for calling it a great match or yeah, a, a and good, a, a solid, very good match, right? Even that was disappointing, though. Right. Because on paper, you know. I think a lot of people are looking at, you know, like, you know, Naito against Shibata, Naito against Goto at the Dome. There's a lot of these matches are not delivering. Not delivering. And I, I'm, again, we're a month in. I know, Damon, pump the brakes, right? We're a month in. I have no confidence that Naito could draw a house. Yeah, I have no confidence that if you put Naito on top, he's drawing a house. Do you? No, they. they I, I. I feel like they need to do something um, big very soon in order okay. to in order to get him over to the point where he's he's drawing a house. And I, I. I don't know what that big thing is. Right, so I guess my question is, okay, so where does he go from here? Now, we got these new beginning shows, right? Does right. he challenge for the Intercontinental belt? Now, 
the only way he's challenging for an intercontinental belt is if Tanahashi wins. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I spill the beans on something here? <laughs> well, you kind, you kind of jumped the gun a little, you know. You... <laughs> All right. If X wins, right? If, if mystery person X wins. Yes, whoever X is going to be. Yeah, because he's not going to heal, heal, you know, Omega and Naito. That doesn't work for me. No. Right? That, okay, so scratch that. Tag team with Evil for the tag belts? I don't want to see that. Does he challenge? Do they challenge GBH? I do not want to see that. I'm, I, I don't like this Naito Evil tag team. Okay, but that you you know that's that's a good possibility. It is a good possibility, but I just I'm not feeling it. Okay, so now after you know, I think we can all safely assume that Okada is getting past the challenge of Goto, and 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 they have done a good job with Goto, right? I think they really have a good done a good job with, with building up this Goto uh, Okada because there's nobody in the world that thinks Goto has a shot at winning this belt, right? But they've done everything in their power with Goto. Like, Okada's got to have eyeballs in the back of his head, right? Because he doesn't know where he's coming from. You know, at any opportunity, whether it's at a presser, whether it's uh, in the ring, after a match, at a restaurant, wherever the, you know, whatever. Goto's there, and he's ready to kick his ass. I just, you know, just to you know, wake, wake up Okada. Because Okada didn't, you know, he felt the same way as a lot of us did. Of, huh, it's fucking Goto? Okay. All right. Uh, and then, you know, every, you know, he's proven him wrong. So, okay, so tag team GBH, not liking that. Then they got to do something uh, after these new beginning shows and start building up this this uh, Naito thing with Okada. That's a possibility of happening. But then, again, what, what do you do with evil? And that's the one thing that I, I think at this point in time, evil's a f- been a flop. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever thought of this gimmick, uh, it's not working. It's it's an anchor. It's an anchor. It's, it's really dragging him down. Why couldn't we just? Why, why couldn't they have just brought him in as Wantanabe, and he just could have been a dick, like like Naito? I think I think eventually that's going to happen. I think eventually that's where they're, they're going to go with him, because this evil shit. It, I, again, the best way I could describe it is it's it's just an anchor weighing him down. Like I don't know, my, I, I, it's 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 tough to get past sometimes. It's really that entrance has gotten to be. You know, we said it when it first happened. Where, okay, this is this could be cool. This could this this it's gotten it's gotten yeah. hokey. I was it's excited for it when it, when when I first saw it. I'm like, oh man, this guy is shooting laser beams out of his fingers. And yeah, I, I was. <laughs> I don't know. I was on the yeah. fence. I said it could go either way, right? I think we remember. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't look. This could go. This could be very cool, or it could be cringeworthy. It's cringeworthy. Yeah, it's cringeworthy. And again, in the ring. And and the character development and where we are with him right now, it's been a it's been a flop. It's been a flop right now. Yeah. So we at, uh, after this match, um, of course, we saw Los Ingobernables pick up the win. Um, Evil hits the uh, STO on Captain New Japan, or as or as I like to call it, the the Evil Finisher. That's, <laughs> right. that, that's, that's what I like that's to call, I call it. Finisher. <laughs> Me too. And then Ibushi cuts a promo after the match on Kushida, setting up their match at the new beginning. Again, both of us are very much looking forward to this one. And uh, we move on to our next match here. This was an eight-man tag. We had the team of GBH, Honma and Makabe, teaming up with Michael Elgin and Juice Robinson, taking on Cody Hall, Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson, and Kenny Omega. So... 
how about when the Bullet Club makes their entrance? Kenny Omega's music hits. He comes out in uh, a new getup, and he looks into the camera, and he says, I got new tights, a new personality. I gained some weight. I'm a heavyweight. Learn to like it. Learn to like it. Uh, yep. And, you know, he's just making it clear. He's he's. I don't know who doesn't like it. Why wouldn't you like it? Everybody was clamoring for it. Everybody wants it. Wants it. Everybody wanted it. Um. So again, what we were hyped up for was interaction between Omega and Michael Elgin, right? Because as we all know, I held New Japan. They like to do things. They like to spell things out, and and maybe some people miss it. But the tag match, everybody was kind of like, you know, maybe we have some interaction between these two combatants to help tell the story of once again X, right? Didn't really happen that way, right? No, didn't, didn't really happen that way, guys and gals. I told you, right? I fucking listen to what I have to say. Um, fight through the noise a little bit. It was never Elgin was was not in the mix. Uh, let me tell you. Uh, let me tell Elgin, you a personal story about Vince McMahon. <laughs> let me tell you a story about Jack and Diane. Let me tell you a story here, guys. Here's the thing. Tanahashi was always going to be fucking X, okay? He was always going to be X. He was never going to be Michael Elgin until Tanahashi gets hurt, right? So Tanahashi's hurt. It hurts his shoulder, right? The whole world's clamoring, and New Japan is scrambling. Now, Tanahashi, as it comes to find, we'll get deeper into this. He's going to work through this injury. He's going to work through it, Okay. And that was the only time where Michael Elgin was a possibility to be X. Okay? I'll go so far as to tell you that he didn't even know he was going to be X when he got to Japan. Right? There was no, like, when he got there, he didn't know he was going to be. He didn't know either way what was going to happen. He didn't know he was going to be or not be X. Right? To be or not to be X. Right. That is the question. So that tells me that Tanahashi was always going to be X because the other option had no idea he was going to be X. Yeah. The, again, logical booking here by New Japan. This is the same thing as the G1. I mean, you should have known all along that it was going to be Tanahashi. And, you know, the same case here. It was always Tanahashi. He, he, he is the Alpha and the Omega. <laughs> And the Kenny Omega. But again, I understand where people's minds were with these tag matches. But, you know, I said it what two or three weeks ago. I said, as of this time, Michael Elgin is not X. Right? Didn't I say that? I said, and I don't know if he's going to be, but as of this time, point in time, he's not X. <sighs> Just listen to what I have to say, please, people. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, again, he... That that was never going to happen. But let me pump the brakes there. I can't say it was never going to happen. It was really up in the air for Tanahashi. It was up in the air for Tanahashi. Now, if he couldn't go, if his shoulder was so messed up and he had to get surgery, yeah, Michael Elgin was a definite possibility. But the speculation that were weeks prior to Tanahashi getting hurt at these Fantastic Amania shows, Michael Elgin was not X. Michael Elgin was not X. I did see a lot of uh, interaction on our Twitter account with people, people kind of getting behind me, you know, with the with 
the Daniel Bryan ID. Did you check that oh, out? Oh, yeah, there was it, was. it was a. You know, and here's the thing too, though, and I, and I will address this this Daniel Bryan thing, this this lunaticness that you have with this Daniel <laughs> Bryan thing. Um, again, I he didn't know he was going to be X, right? So if people knew that there was this thing that that where he was magically going to be X, right? That that he didn't know about. Okay, that's a possibility, but I find that hard to swallow, right? It, right, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, okay, uh, Daniel Bryan, you're out of your mind. Okay, next point. <laughs> All right. Well, well, what did you think of this match, though? This this eight man tag here. Uh, of course, we saw uh, Kenny Omega pick up the win here. Obviously, uh, Juice took the pinfall. Um, Kenny Omega hits the uh, uh, a version of a Bamae knee strike, mocking Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, yeah, that was a uh, that was a that was that was intentional. I mean, I mean, it wasn't like "fuck you, Nakamura," but it was kind of like you know, I'm going to do this to kind of get myself over a little bit more as a as a heel, and, and I'm sure that was agreed upon in the back. Um, I thought the match was good. I thought I thought the, the people who had to shine shined, right? I thought the people who needed to do well did well. Um, again, Michael Elgin once again, power moves and 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 uh, strong performance. I didn't think the match was tremendous, right? I didn't think the the match was you know. It's not something that I'm necessarily going to go out of my way and watch again. But I think everybody did okay. I think everybody did well. Um, but I think I think a little bit of the air was taken out of the balloon in the sense that, okay, now it doesn't seem to me that there's going to be much interaction between Elgin and, uh, and Kenny. And to, to, I think to some, that might have been a letdown. Um, I think we'll definitely get the match in the future, though. This really? year, probably, yeah. Okay, maybe. Uh, that'd be nice. Um, I, I think I think you're gonna see a lot of uh, Tanahashi Elgin tags. I think you're gonna see a lot of ta- Tanahashi Elgin tags. I mean, if he's going to work through this injury that uh, that he has, Tanahashi, it, he needs to be protected to a certain degree, you know. And 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 I think in a tag environment, we we've been trumpeting this this trumpet for a long time. You know, now's the time to kind of give him that time off so he can rest his bones. And now with this injury, on top of all of his already nagging injuries, he's if he, and if he's not taking time off, he's 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 got to be protected in these tag matches. What a scary week for New Japan, though. Could you imagine, God forbid, if this was if if Tanahashi had to have surgery for this injury, New Japan basically would have lost three of their big four. Yeah, it would have been a real challenge um and again listen he's going to work through this injury apparently and and i don't know if that's good or bad but it's it is what it is and um yeah three or four in a, in a week is yeah. that's that's you're gonna you're gonna see some and here's the thing too you don't want to get into the, the, the and and i don't know if, if if new japan would be guilty of this in doing this i believe they have the patience and the wherewithal to kind of get through a situation like that but then you get into situations where you're hot shot booking Right, you're just doing crazy shit to get guys over as quickly as possible, so that they can build out for the, the spring and the summer. So um, hopefully they don't have to do too much crazy shit to kind of make that happen. They they do have a deep roster, but they do have to work on getting some of these mid card guys that you know, you know. And I hate to say, it, Kenny Omega was one of those guys that was, you know, the junior. I'm sure they 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 sped up the process of of giving him um, a nice uh, nice little push. 
let's just stay on the subject of Kenny Omega just for a little bit because I want to ask you a question. So now that AJ Styles is gone, he's in WWE, would you say that basically their biggest gaijin wrestler that they have on the roster now is Kenny Omega? Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, and they had and they had to quickly make him, you know, and and you figure you know, Carl Anderson might have been second after AJ, right? Right. And he's, and he's apparently uh, on his way out the door. So, yeah, it's besides like a lot of the juniors. Yeah. I will say this, though. There's yeah, I mean, Fale. Uh, I mean, you can, I mean you know, he, he's from New Zealand. Um, Kenny Omega is no AJ Styles, but, you know, he's he is excellent. And I think, you know, um, they're really going to need to get behind him hardcore here and, you know, push him to the moon if they want to, to not, not, well, yeah, maybe replace the, uh, the hole that AJ has left. Yeah. That's what he's, that is, that is his role now. His role is to replace that hole. Um, he can be. Oh yeah. He has the ability. He has the talent. For he sure. can do it. He's not there yet. I, I, that's the, that's debatable. That's debatable. Um, personally, I think if I'm looking at it objectively, you're right. If I'm looking at this as objectively as possible, you're right. He does have the potential, though, to to fill that void very well. Do you think that Kenny Omega is as good as AJ Styles right now? No. I don't think so either. No, but that's not shitting on Kenny Omega by any stretch. No, no. I mean, lots of people aren't as good as AJ Styles. Yeah, I mean, he was wrestler of the year. So, in essence, your question is, is Kenny Omega a, a wrestler of the year contender? No. Can he reach that in yes. the next year? Yes, yes. And again, New Japan has their work cut out for them to make that help, to help that process along. But, yeah, a no, let's put it this way. At no point was there any talk of Kenny Omega being wrestler of the year. All right, it's just something to something to watch out for. Um, but it, but it, listen, it needs to happen. It, yeah, it needs, has to. It, like literally, it needs to happen. Yeah, and so, but I have. They couldn't have picked a better guy. How about that? Agreed. They couldn't have picked a better guy to help make that happen. So let's go. Let's do it. This is this is the direction we're going. And finally, we arrive at our main event here. So the lights dim, and uh, we are led to a video package featuring the history of Shinsuke Nakamura's career in New Japan Pro Wrestling. I thought that this was excellent. Yeah, the fucking video, man, was outstanding. You know, it was it was something where I even went out of my way. I was like, to the missus, I was like, look, you got to watch this. This is fucking good. And she she had no idea of the back history, but she's like, yeah, this is this is nice. Um the the uh, the the soft version, the quiet version of uh, his theme song, the violin version. Oh, for fuck's sake! It was uh, it was good. Uh, the yeah, the video the video package was strong. It, it, like it was good showing the history of him, and then you know it kind of faded out and came back into the press conference again. And the one thing about that press conference, man, the the, the flash bulbs is the one thing I will always remember. Just hearing the click 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 of people just rattling off the pictures. Um, and then 
at the end where, you know, it's like backstage footage, like they're in the gorilla area at the dome, apparently, you know, as he's waiting to go out to the ring and he's kind of just, you know, kind of collecting his thoughts and, and this, the, the somber themed music and fuck. It was like, here we go. Here we go. And then, uh, yeah, that, that, that package was great. And then they go back to the live crowd. The crowd was into it. That's the one thing, man, about Quirk and Hall crowds. They know, you know, Fantastic Mania comes and they're all ready to go. They're in their masks. They're in their, you know, they're 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 cheering the spots that they. They're better fans than us. They because they know the Cork and Hall audience, right? They know or they know, you know, the CML audience and they know how to react to the shit. And you know, not that there was any question of the fact that they weren't going to be up for this. It was uh, the crowd. Everybody had and how rad are those new strong style T-shirts, man. <laughs> the best in the world t-shirts very cool shirts Everybody yeah you had. know i i'm kind of i'm, I'm kind of angry because i i just dropped money on uh one of the i i didn't have the the king of strong style t-shirt mm. and i knew that um as of as of today actually january 31st there will be no more shinsuke nakamura uh products on pro so i had to go on there and um grab one of those t-shirts because you're not going to be able to get them pretty soon anymore well, you can still get you can get the um, the new ones the the you know there's, there's Japanese sources so if you go on eBay right um, it, you can get them direct from Japan okay um, so yeah no, I would get those those new ones are fucking rad I would I, I, too bad I can't fit my fat ass into any of them tell but oh badass they're really good uh, I really like those so everybody had those on everybody had their towels uh, everybody was ready to go everybody was ready to celebrate so uh, uh, why don't you get into that. Right. Well, I I was waiting for you though to say, oh, by the way, I was at Corican Hall. I was waiting for that. <laughs> I was there. I was there at least ten times. Yeah. There. There we go. We 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 had we had to get that in the the obligatory. I was there. I was I was there in spirit. How about that? <laughs> so here we go. Uh, my DNA is somewhere around there, right? I'm sure there's like a fingernail. Well, okay. Hair, <laughs> you know, wait, when, you, when you said my DNA was there somewhere, <laughs> you, know, you know, the first thing I thought of was. I know what it is. It, it probably <laughs> did happen during one of those G1 matches. I'm sure. I'm sure I was all over the map for that. So here we go. The team of Shibata, Goto, and Tanahashi taking on Tomohiro Ishii, Okada, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Um. I thought that this was a good match. I, I I didn't think it was great. I wasn't blown away by it. I thought it was good though. I I, I watched it twice. Yeah, I agree. It was not you know something where you're going to have this on your match of the year contenders, but in a in a very similar vein. Now listen, you had all you know six of the the best workers in the company in the ring together. So it's in that sense, you know I don't want to be you know wet blanket Damon here, but the match itself wasn't tremendous. Right, ten pounds okay. of shit in a five pound bag. That that kind of. <laughs> it wasn't that. It wasn't like it was just kind of like. I don't want to say that was easy stuff that they were doing, but it wasn't. It wasn't. You know. It wasn't. It wasn't a match of the year, or, and and maybe I'm out of my mind thinking that it. You know, having the, these six guys in the ring, you would get that. But um, I think some of the cool things that you saw, you know, was first of all, Goto getting shit on. They, they, oh yeah, the time, booze for Goto. Well, it started when, you know, they were, you know, kind of, you know, jockeying to see who was going to start the match. And in the beginning, it looked like it was going to be a Tanahashi Nakamura and the place fucking lost their mind. Right. And then Goto does his thing where, no, 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 I'm going to start the match. And they turned on him. <laughs> they didn't want to see that. They wanted no part of that. Yeah, but then um, Nakamura steps away and yeah, yeah, Okada so that, comes in. Yeah. And there were moments where it was, where it was uh, Tanahashi and, and, and Nakamura. Um yeah, his match was okay. 
the match was okay, but again, it wasn't about that. It was, you know, it, as as terrible of an example that it might be, you know, it felt like a you know like a, like an Okada Tenru match, you know, in the sense of all right, the match is not going to deliver all that much from a in ring, but there's so much going on and so much greatness going on around it that it kind of makes up for it, you know, and that's somewhat what I felt like in this match where everything surrounding what was going on in the ring was more important than the actual thing that was going on in the ring. So basically, uh, Tanahashi, or excuse me, Nakamura hits the Bamae knee strike on Shibata, then Ishii um, hits his brain buster, and man, this, this this was the first time Ishii has gotten the pinfall on Shibata in a while. Yeah, um, it's it, and it was cool because you know you know Nakamura's friend Ishii, um, you know he he kind of sets him up for the pin, but he gives him the pin, you know, in his last match. So that that didn't get lost on me. I like that a lot. Um. Yeah, and then and then the tears came, and then the you know then the uh, the celebration and the and the and the and again the tears came uh, when it came to uh, saying goodbye to Nakamura. Yeah. So after the match is over, Kenny Omega hits the ring, and uh, he says that Nakamura is scared of facing him, and then Tanahashi kind of steps in there. And um, says a few lines. I'm not sure what he was saying, but uh, after that, he says, "I am X." So that at, at that point, it was officially announced that Tanahashi is indeed X. So we will see those two face each other at the new beginning in what I'm sure is going to be an excellent match. It has to be. I loved it. I loved it, and I love the fact that it was kind of like Nakamura, you know, standing behind Tanahashi and saying, "Okay." You got this. This is your ball game. This is your promotion to kind of carry. This is your. Uh, I'm endorsing this in the sense of okay, uh, this this is the guy that's gonna this that's going to defend not only the company but my honor in this because I'm going off to to WWE and I like that a lot and I liked how that was done um and and Tanahashi revealing himself as X um and you know Oka- uh, Okada um Omega kind of slinking away and you know kind of oh shit I got I got the fucking top guy uh, who's 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 barking up my tree for this belt so I got another challenge ahead of me so I love the way that was done all in on that so Nakamura cuts a promo at the end, and I don't have the full translation, but basically he says that he he's not going to say goodbye, but rather he, he wants to thank everyone. And uh, it's a very emotional moment as the rest of Chaos comes out, and, you know, Yano and everybody, and they all pose and celebrate. And, you know, I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't crying until I saw Okada start crying, and I tweeted about this, and I'm laying, I'm laying, I'm laying on my couch watching this very emotional moment. Then I see Okada start crying, and I, I immediately start weeping, and I say to myself out loud, "Oh, o- Okada, please don't cry." Like, <laughs> I'm emotional because I see Okada in tears. I'm like, "Oh God, please don't." <laughs> I didn't cry. Um, I, uh, I don't even think I, I didn't get even like misty eyed and call me a, you know, a fucking ghoul <laughs> but I, I i felt i don't know i, I kind of felt good in the sense of I'm, I'm i'm really happy for him i'm really actually very happy for the guy yeah because here's the thing it does take balls to do what he did um to say i'm going to uproot 
you know, he he could he could be at New Japan for the rest of his fucking life and make money and do what he does and that would be that. But he's going out on a limb. He's he's going to take a chance, and and the payoff is huge. The payoff is you're going to be the the most well known Japanese pro wrestler in the world. He has that opportunity right now. He really does to to casual people on the street. He already has that in Japan. Okay, and that's an island in the Pacific. No, you know, yeah, this Pacific. Yeah. Yes, the yeah. the Pacific. Yeah, I know. I'm just. It's not really. I, yeah, I guess it would be in the Pacific, right? I guess I'm thinking. Should of we pull Hawaii. up a map on Google Maps? We could <laughs> so do that. I know where Japan is. I've fucking been there twice. My point being is that yes, the other it, it does. I, I don't know why I fucking because t- I when I think of in the Pacific Ocean, I'm thinking of Hawaii. You know what I mean? Like that really is surrounded by the Pacific Ocean, whereas Japan is has the Sea of Japan and you know, the Bering Strait. My geography stinks. I'm sorry. I'm embarrassing myself right now. Anyway, um, what was my point, Colin? He's already a star in Japan. Now he's gonna he's gonna take on greener pastures and and uh, not even necessarily say greener pastures, bigger pastures, bigger stage. Let me ask you this: Do you think that okay? So so obviously Nakamura has the potential to be the most well known Japanese pro wrestler in the world. Do you think that he has a chance of? Becoming not just one of the most well-known Japanese wrestlers in the world, but one one of the biggest draws in pro wrestling period in the world. Well, you know, when he wrestles Sami Zayn in Dallas. He's going to be wrestling in front of this, his second biggest house of the year. Yeah, one being the Dome. Um, so, what does that tell you? So, it's not like you know. Let's, let's put it in perspective. You know, if if he makes it, you know, Kenta. The year before, Hideo Itami, you know, wrestling in front of the um, WrestleMania crowd in the Battle Fucking Royal, just being in the Battle Royal, and he's wrestling in front of more people than he ever has in his life, right? Not collectively, of course, but in one one event. Yeah, absolutely. He's got the opportunity. You know, who else is there? Like, if I walk down the street here in the United States, and I say, name a Japanese pro wrestler to, to casual wrestling fans, you, you know the names you're going to get. You're going to get Liger. Yeah, Jushin Liger. Um, Muda. Right? Right. Make, but here's here's who you're really going to get. Tajiri. <laughs> Funaki. Right? Funaki. Right? You're going to get you're going to get that. And and that's you know, and I'm not shitting on Tajiri because I think he's he's tremendous in his time, but um and and Funaki is number one announcer. <laughs> right. So, I mean, you, well, let's put it this way, you really nobody's going to say Antonio Inoki. Right? No. Nobody's going to say Giant Baba, right? <laughs> nobody's going to say... Nobody's going to uh, say Kawada. Yeah, no, nobody's saying that. Kenru. Mitsuharu Misawa. Nobody's saying that. They're going to say these people that were on WWE TV. Right. So, you know, and in my mind, Nakamura blows them out of the water. Blows them out of the fucking water. So he's got the potential to be... The biggest Japanese star to rest to uh, on a word like again. If you're going to rank Japanese pro wrestlers, he's got the, you know, when it comes to notoriety and 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 just word on the street, he's got the opportunity to be number one. I mean, look at Liger when he comes here. Liger is over like a motherfucker because at the time that he spent in WCW and people remember that, and then all those other little you know little tours that he that he's done. 
Yeah, they remember those matches with Flying Brian Pillman and Pillman and, and Benoit and you know even the dumb shit that he did with fucking Psychosis. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, the tequila bottle. Oh, you should have heard me then. I was a maniac that night. Um, look, that's but that but but truth be told, that's where they remember him from. Um, he's got the opportunity to to be that guy. So. I'm proud of him. I'm, I'm happy for him. And it takes a lot of balls to do what he's doing. And uh, 10-gallon hat. T- I, I don't even own a 10-gallon hat, guys. You're, you're going to soon when we take this Vegas trip. I don't I don't know if I would look good in a 10-gallon hat. I'm not saying you would look good in it. I'm saying it would be something to see. <laughs> Wait, for your fucking amusement? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> I'm just I mean, All right. Uh, let's, do, let's do like Texans gimmick. That's what we do when we're in <laughs> Vegas. Let's pretend we're fucking like Texans. We have like big belt buckles and fucking ten gallon hats and like plaid shirts, and we'll be we'll say yeehaw a lot. I, I don't know if I can pull that off with my Celtic complexion here. <laughs> <laughs> Just have a piece of straw in your mouth. That's all you need. <laughs> That's all you need. Piece of straw oh, in your mouth. Oh, you need to be a cowboy. That's what I learned. I learned that from Terry Funk himself. Actually, he never had a conversation ever. Actually, he's going to be in. Um, well, it's not pro wrestling syndicate anymore. Apparently, they had a fallout, so it's some. But where they always run in in Rahway, New Jersey, he's coming up there in let's say March. Have you ever like seen him live? Yeah, oh yeah, many times. ECW, yeah. Oh yeah, I I I, I should have known. I saw him uh, also. Uh, him and Eddie Gilbert. No, wow. it was him and was it him and Eddie Gilbert against Cactus and somebody? Or, or it might have been a three way. It was like a Dennis Carluzzo show in like um, Lansdowne, Pennsylvania. That was pretty fucking wild. Actually, really good. Um, I'm a I'm a, a chainsaw Charlie guy myself. You <laughs> stink. Uh, but I remember Funk when he was his first go round in the WWF. And he like, you know, feuded with Junkyard Dog. I remember seeing him then. Um, and then of course I saw Terry Funk when he uh, the whole '89 Flair thing. That was an awesome time to be a pro wrestling fan. Ooh, that was great shit. Him. So you're coming off of Flair Steamboat, right? And then you're going right into Flair Funk and Muda Sting. And Steamboat uh, Luger. It's good fucking shit. That, that was 89. 89 NWA slash WCW. It's, it's, good, it's a good time. It's a good fucking time. Well, to kind of uh, wrap up this Nakamura uh, conversation, I, there's, there, there's just one thing I want to say that I think we can all agree on here, and that is we are living in an astonishing time when it comes to pro wrestling. And I think it can kind of be summed up by a, a text message that I sent you the other night. And basically, I I, I came to the realization that I'm I was watching an I, I, I was watching Mauro Ronaldo call an AJ Styles match on SmackDown. Like, what what universe is this? Where 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 are we living? Like, <laughs> it is crazy. Think about that. Yeah, but it's good. It's exciting and it's fun and it's and it's. That's uh, what I mean. That's yeah. what I mean. These are th- 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 this is truly an astonishing time to be a pro wrestling fan. And and the the best part about it is is that the majority of this stuff a little, little bit you gotta you know somewhat search for some stuff and find stuff and know where to look and know where to go. But all of it's at your fingertips, man. All of it's at your fingertips. It's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing stuff. Yeah. So like we said before, there are not a, I, well, 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 there's no um, row two shows the rest of the month here on uh, NJPW world. Um, the new beginning in Osaka takes place Thursday, February 11th. New beginning in Niigata takes place uh, February 14th, Valentine's Day, Sunday. I'll be looking forward to spending my Valentine's Day 
alone here watching some New Japan. No, you'll have your cutout of Matt Striker, right? <laughs> hey, you know, and and, a rom- uh, and some romantic boxers. I, <laughs> I, I, I will never live that down, will I? Mm. No, of course not. Why would you? That's, that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm laying the boots to you on that one at every opportunity I have. And then we've got the uh, the, the two big Honor Rising shows coming up uh, February 19th and February 20th. So uh, that's going to be a fun weekend there. Yep. So uh, they announced who was going to be there. You got your Briscoes. You got your Roddy Strong, who will be uh, taking the trip over. Good for him. Uh, Jay Lethal, Adam Cole. Good for him as well. Bebe. Bebe. Um, and again, I talked about this before. I did hear whispers. On, on the street? On the street. Uh, you know, i got to be honest with you. They did a really poor job of shoveling snow on that street. <laughs> it's a little icy on that street. Um, the plow didn't come. Do you see like like people sitting around like a like a trash can on fire on the street? You know, <laughs> you know, sharing wrestling rumors um, and info and scoops. Um, Z Z with a Z. Uh, so yeah, I heard a little Cole Shibata. Cole Shibata. Cole Shibata. That, I did yeah. hear that? I, I, I like that. I would. I would. It's an interesting matchup. It sounds like sure. a tasty sirloin steak. Sounds to me. It sounds like a fire pro wrestling type match. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really does. It's kind of. It's, it's a weird pairing, but uh, I would be into it if if they pull that off. I'd be. I'd be. It'd be fun. By the Good. way, any, any any updates there on the, the the fire pro wrestling world? How's the how's that tag tournament looking that that, that you were uh, booking? Uh, uh, fantastic. Fan- I got a couple upsets. I had a. Uh, um, uh, I had Baba. I'm in the second round. Okay. In a second round loss. Masawa and Kawada lost to Anoki and Baba. Really? Yes, they they lost. I had uh, I had Vader and Bam Bam Bigelow defeat the Rock and Roll Express. Uh, That's an interesting I'm, match. Yeah, I, a lot of a lot of fucking fun shit. I love this. And again, I don't even I barely even play the game. I just let the computer run and watch the matches. It's great. Um, you know what I did today too? I got went to uh, or yesterday I went to um, two updates, two shopping updates. Everyone, I know everyone's on the, on the edge of their seats. Uh, one, how nice is my wife? How awesome is my wife? She's a lovely she, woman. She really is. And here's the thing. Remember, I I was uh, very upset. I lost my Ray Bans. Yeah, I remember that. Loved my Ray-Bans. She bought me a pair of Ray-Bans. Bought me a pair of Ray-Bans this weekend to replace the ones I lost. You're a lucky guy. That's all I, I could so, say. I was very, I was thrilled. Uh, but then we, uh, I went into like GameStop or something like that, and they had like games for, I, I got five games and I spent less than 10 bucks for my PS3. They're older versions of like Madden and like college football and uh, FIFA and... Uh, I think I got like MLB the game. And like the, the most recent one is like 2013, but I don't give a shit about how new it is. Like the rosters, I don't give a shit. In fact, I, I'd rather play like the fucking Phillies during that time because they were good. Um, yeah, so I got like five games for like less than 10 bucks, Colin. It was amazing. So I've been farting around with that. But Fire Pro is good. The uh, Android uh, box is fantastic. Oh, it's life changing. And uh, everything's good. I got to be honest with you, everything's good in the McDonald household right now. Happy to I'm hear that. You you have to keep us updated on this Fire Pro tournament, though. I can't I can't wait to see who emerges victorious. I got the Killer Bees in there. I got uh, I got all I, uh, Sakimoto and uh, Okabayashi in there. I got uh, who else do I have in there? I had the Funks, Dory and Terry are still in it. Uh, I got Steve Williams and Terry Gordy still in wow, it. Wow, this is like a who's who. 
it's tremendous. Um, I'm trying to think of like who else I got in there. Um, no, we give us a shit. But um, yes, that's 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 the big upsets were uh, in my eyes were Kawada and and uh, and Misawa going under to Enoki uh, and Baba, which maybe I shouldn't because you know, maybe the two most important names in Japanese pro wrestling. Uh, I guess just two awesome wrestlers. What's the name of the Enoki Baba tag team? Did, did, did you give them a name? Um, yeah, it's my book. I'm going over. <laughs> that's the name. <laughs> of their, that's, that's that's the name of their tag team. I have the pencil. Also, at the time that you guys are listening to this, um, we will probably have picked a winner for our our little contest here, giving away a, a, a copy of the Great Lions Pride book. And uh, Damon, how, how how did this process go here? Just just, just to kind of fill our listeners in on how how random it was. As easy as possible for me. That's exactly how it was going. Look. All I did was I said, look, Colin, how how we want to do this? We kind of agreed. Just send out a tweet. If you retweet the original tweet of, hey, we're giving away this Lion's Pride, uh, a great book. Again, Chris Charlton did a great job on this. Um, so I had an extra copy of it. You know, why would it just sit here and collect dust? Let's let's give it away to our loyal listeners. And again, I don't want to make you jump through goddamn hoops to, to try and win it. So again, just retweet the tweet, and you're automatically entered. Um, look, I'm trying to make it as random as possible and, and show that randomness in this process, but um, I'm just picking a fucking name. So I'm literally taking everybody who did it, putting it in, a, in an ex- every Twitter account in an Excel spreadsheet um, and then the number, and then I'm going to have probably my assistant pick a random number, and that's going to be the winner. So you know, I, I'm trying to make it as, as um, open as possible to this process, but really that's really all it's going to be. She's going to pick a fucking number. I'm going to point to it on the Excel spreadsheet. That lucky person's winning the book, and I will mail it out. And again, if you live in the UK, no problem. If you got me, I'll take care of the postage and all that dumb shit. So, again, free book. Retweet it. By the time you listen to this, it's probably already going to happen. But if you're one of our subscribers on the PureCast feed, you might get this Sunday night. It might jar your memory. Give it a little retweet. You got a chance to win this awesome book. There you go. So for whoever won that, congratulations. It was meant to be. <laughs> right. You were lucky number blank. <laughs> yeah, so there we go. Only uh, four shows uh, that are going to be live in the month of February on New Japan World. So we are going to be back next Sunday to preview both of these new beginning shows. Yeah, yeah, and the new beginning uh, from Osaka and uh, Nigata. Correct. And they should be decent shows. We're looking forward to those. And, um, yep, we'll see what's in store for New Japan in the next couple of months. It should set a table for that. Should be interesting, to say the least. So, just a reminder, everyone, remember, you can follow us on Twitter, at PuroCast, like us on Facebook, you can subscribe to us directly on iTunes and get the episodes delivered to whatever device you want first before anyone else gets it. Also, subscribe to the Great Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Lots of great shows on there for whatever uh, whatever you're into in pro wrestling. Chances are they cover it on their podcasting network. And Damon, I have a feeling you want to say something. I do. I always do. Um, so let me just... Uh Hop on that for a second. Yes, uh, VoicesOfWrestling.com. Uh, you mentioned the podcast. You know they have a new Dragon Gate podcast. Do they? They do, absolutely. Uh, so if you are 
uh, into following Dragon. And again, Dragon Gate's a, a, a tough one to swallow in the sense that there's a lot going on, a lot of talking, a lot of uh, you know factions and, and, and all that stuff. So it can be somewhat tricky to kind of just jump in the water on Dragon Gate. But you now have a podcast uh, that they have that uh, is exclusive, just like the pure cast here. I think it's called Open the Voice Gate. Uh, on Voices of Wrestling, so definitely check them out. They do a great job over there. You know who the hosts are for that podcast? I think it's Case Slow, and um, I should probably look that up and look. But um, no, they're, they're, it's good stuff. I think you definitely enjoy. It. They're definitely passionate about Dragon Gate, and uh, definitely a great resource to kind of tap into. So if you are a fan or looking to become a fan, that's a that's a nice little resource you got there. So you download us for the New Japan. The flagship show, they they care take care of it all. If you want to talk Noah, you want to talk uh, uh, Dragon Gate, New Japan, WWE, they got it all there. Shake Them Ropes is your WWE NXT-centric stuff. We got it all covered over there, so they're doing a great job. That's point number one. Number two, so Noah just had their show in Yokohama just uh, last night. Right. right? Um, don't worry about Suzuki Gun coming. Suzuki Gun won the majority of the important matches, so they're not coming to New Japan anytime soon. Damn. Yeah. Uh, three. Um Voices of Wrestling has their match of the year poll, right, that I was honored and privileged to take part in. So you'll see some nice little write-ups that I did for a couple of these matches, my thoughts on, on a lot of those. Um, so uh, it's all released. They're broken up into 50 or 25 match blocks. Um, so you can go through that. The cool thing about that, Colin, is that there is so much good wrestling that you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that match. Or, or maybe I didn't see that match. Um, 100 matches. You know, you got wow. 100 matches that that people, that 99 different members of the wrestling media community, and I put that in air quotes, um, voted on. So uh, you're going to get a, a wide variety of different matches from different promotions. Some stuff you may have seen before, some stuff you may have saw and forgotten but want to rewatch, and then some stuff that, quite honestly, maybe you, you, you didn't catch on the first go round. Do we have any Takahashi matches in there? Oddly enough, none. Oh, <laughs> Oddly enough, Yujiro is not not represented. Unbelievable. Yeah, I know it's it's uh, you know that terrible job by all of us, but uh, definitely check that out and uh, use that as a resource to kind of catch back up on the 2015 calendar year. Uh, plenty of good shit to watch there, so uh, check that out. Um, and I think I am done. Alrighty, that about covers it. So we're gonna be back next week, same time to preview both of these new beginning shows so for damon mcdonald i am colin miller we'll catch you guys next week There is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.